His 30 seconds are totally out of context. History Bonanza. I hate terror. I want it to go away. I bow's on. He's, he's bow's on. He's about two centimeters thin. Is it dusty in here? When was the last Archbishop of Canterbury, baby? Tell you what. Oh, boy, how. Don't be a time thief. Hey, uh, hey. life hack. Kill yourself. Chachi, chachi. I guess it could catch on. Oh, man, a man fell on the floor. You're the Aryan child among us here. When Calvin and Hobbes clack in those comic books, it's really a highlight. History Bonanza. 7 till 9 p.m. That's Tuesday. Day evening entertainment. Radio 191 FF. It is not a conspiracy theory. It is history. Since the beginning of time, man has many struggled with how can he release the waste from his body in a way that is befitting a king? Shall he use a little tube or many straws? Who knows? But we'll find out on History Bonanza. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the History Land. Hello, welcome. It's been lovely to be back for the time that we weren't here. One week ago. One week ago. We sat here and we talked to you for two hours. Yes, and then subsequently we closed our eyes for seven days and didn't speak to a soul, and now we're back. It's been a, it's been a struggle. It's been a struggle. We're kind of like your Alexa that you have at home, rich middle class people, and you say, History Bonanza, and we go, Beep, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, it's um, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, this is going well. The show just stopped. Sorry, let me just speak. Let me, let me, let me, I'll let you speak. Well, I'm just going to say it's been a week, hasn't it? It's, it's, been, it's, it's been, been a week. week. It's been a week. As previously stated, yes. 20 seconds ago. Um, the, the city has not lost its lo- minds about the limes yet. Which, no. Which I am very surprised but about. But actually, I have not been keeping a close eye on the opinion section of the OT. No, that is So, um, who's to know? The, and oh, I haven't been looking at the Facebook wall either. Was it just a pun there? The um, the OTT editorials and the ODT over the top. Uh, oh no! Opinions, I uh, wish it had been on purpose. OTT ODT. Oh, I'll be back with more later. Oh no, yes. Oh yes. But um, what were you going to say before um, the radio, the show just stopped and I have had no a heart idea. attack? I don't oh, remember. Good. It was such a shock it's to the system gone. that I don't know anything anymore. It just just good you night. Out of out of you like a liquid bullet. I've noticed Alex. What? <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed, I noticed that the, um, the life and livelihood of the city is starting to slowly flow back into the city. Yes, but that we mean students. the young students. The youngins. The youngins. We missed you back. so. We did miss. We hate you when you're here and then um, we wish you were back when our town has nothing going on in it. Right. They're like, oh, if only more students, more under-18s were here, we could have... Um, we could have... Uh, 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 Bernadette Humpledink play at the stadium. But no, he went to Wellington as per usual. For summer. To do summer. nothing, sitting on your parents' couch eating s'mores. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, we know your parents got a whole wheel of brie in there. Yeah, bring baked. some baked no brie. Doubt. Bring it back to Studentville, why don't you? Give some of it to the taxpayers. No, it's just moaning about not being able to afford a block of Edam, isn't it? Yeah, well, you've well, had enough cheese, returning student. And now you bought your electrical scooters, and and it's all going up the wayside, isn't it? But you can't get up York Place. Uh uh-uh. uh. Don't try. Gosh. You have no business going up York Place anyway. Your end of town is down here. This in, this started with a supporting statement of how much we love the students, and we kind of ended it on a parody of middle class values, and um, I'm confused about where our policy stands. I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy. I, my, my policy is be happy. If you'd rather us clarify, you can uh, text us 021-272-3461 or email us alexandangusrcool at gmail.com, and uh, we can talk on that further. But in the meantime... Bloody how are you, Alex D. Wilson? Oh, thank you, Angus. Before I get into that, oh, um, I, just right. have, I just have something I have to say. Okay. Um, I'd like to say... 
I'd like to say hello to um, I'd like to say hello to my friends. I'd like to say hello to my family. Who are, who are not your not your friends? Uh, no, no, they're not my friends. Okay, right. And I would like to say hello to my fans. I'd like to say hello to my representation. Um, what, does it, what does that mean? That's um, my agent. Oh, oh yeah. Um, um, that's a, a, a possum I found on the road. Yep, good. I, um, he's agreed to be my agent. They may be the best agent. Yeah, he's really good. He's covered in a lot of fleas and um, feces. Um, feces and Leaf feces. He represents a lot of fleas. He represents oh, a cool. lot of feces. And um, they're in hot demand. I don't know if he's in the emoji film, but they're really in demand right now. And um, lastly, I'd like to say hello to you, Angus. Well. Okay, we're stuck in the we're stuck in the quiet zone. It's okay. This could be a quiet show. Angus. It's okay. It's okay now. Oh, all right, all right. All right. Uh, thank you very much, Alex. It's a pleasure to be here with you once again on the History Bonanza on thank Radio you. One Ninety One FM. Um, let me just start by asking you, um, how the bloody hell are you, Alex? Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for going back to the original question That's there. Okay. I really That's appreciate okay. it. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry, to, I'm sorry to jump on your um, jump on your little uh, moment there. That's right. I went to Tianao. Uh, oh, how beautiful! Weekend. It's a beautiful place, at yep. Tianao. Um, you can uh, for for the um, for the people who may have me not initiated. Tianao is a wonderful little town uh, next to the second largest lake in New Zealand, it's called Lake Tianao. Funnily enough, ah, fun and fact for you, Alex D. Wilson. Depending on how you measure lakes, it is in fact the biggest lake in New Zealand because of the dip, because of the water amount, volume, volume. Volume-wise, it is the biggest lake in New Zealand. Area-wise, no, so much. Thank you. So what you can do is you can take a wee boat across the lake. A wee boat? A wee boat. And, uh, Not like a piss boat. A piss boat. And, and yes, it is a piss boat, and I'll get to that in a minute. Oh. Um, because I pissed everywhere, because it's, so <laughs> it's so hard to go to the bathroom on a boat. Yeah. But secondly, um, I went to see a, a, the glowworm cave, and Not I yet. learned a fantastic glowworm fact that glowworms... Um, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is this... Uh... Oh, shit. Oh, God. Um, I'm glad you interrupted and then had nothing. That's a... <laughs> a really good thing. Is this, uh, is this glowworm corner? Glowworm Corner with Alex Wilson. Corner. Uh, welcome back to another edition of Glowworm Corner. I am your resident glowworm expert in um, in, 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 in the studio. In the studio, <laughs> um, Professor Glowworm himself, Alex D. Wilson, and across from me is um, my glowworm novice, who I'm training up over many weeks to become a glowworm expert as well. Angus McRae, no, how, how are you? Yeah, so Very welcome back pleasure. to Glowworm Corner. So the fact for today about glowworms is that they catch their prey. Um, by dangling urea out of their mouth. And what is urea, Alex? Exactly. Very good question. I'm Thank glad you. you asked my little novice friend. Um, urea is glowworm piss. Oh. They vomit out piss. And you might be thinking, how can you vomit out piss? Well, the glowworms do it, and you should give it a bloody good shot, because that kind of attitude is why you haven't finished your masters, and it's taking you five years to do so. And that's why your mum and dad want you to think you're a fucking waste of space, because you, you can't vomit out the piss. Watershed. Watershed. Um, and for those of you playing at home, it does not count if you drink your own piss and then vomit it up. No, you have you to must summon it from inside your bladder. Ble ble you must suck it up. You know when people say suck it up when you're being all emotional. That's what they mean. They mean suck up the urine from your your, your bladder and vomit it out like a real glowworm. So go 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 thing on there for a minute or two. That was uh, Glowworm Corner. I think we'll be revisiting Glowworm Corner a little later on the show, Alex. Because oh, there's plenty more, plenty more for me to learn and for our listeners at home to. Um, there's a lot of flags about um, Glowworm. So that's been my week. And uh, what, what have you been? How have you been, Mr. Angus? McCray? Oh yeah, pretty good, thank you. Uh, I uh, great. Uh, yep. Tell me one interesting fact you did in the last week. Uh, I, I drove for at least thirteen hours. 
You drove for 13 hours yep. to do what? No, it doesn't matter. Uh, drug deals. No. Are, we, no. are you solicit, soliciting again? No, no. Oh, no, Alex. Are you delivering? Not sheep? here, not now. Okay. I'll get Alexa on to we'll you. We'll talk it off. Uh, we'll talk about it off here. We'll talk it off. We'll talk it off. Um, and, well, um, I'm very well, thank you, Alex. It's good. Well, and I hope um, you listeners out there have had a good week as well. Hello, listeners. Hello, listeners. As we said, if you want to join in the conversation, because the history of Bonanza is many things, but one thing it definitely is is it's a democratic platform for for a lively debate and chat. Let me just say, Alex. Oh, please. I'd just like to say, um, for our regular listeners, welcome yes. back. Thank you for joining us here again on the History Bonanza on Radio 191 FM. Thank you. Dunedin's first and foremost uh, student and alternative radio station. And indeed, uh, uh, Dunedin's first and foremost history-based uh, radio show. We're the flagship educational program on Radio 1, for Christ's sake. Take that. Take uh, that. Um, the, the baking show with getting baked with Jamie Green. I don't know. <laughs> So it's a pleasure to have you returning listeners back here with us on oh. Tuesday evening, 7 till 9. And, uh, my dear friends, the new listeners, welcome. Lovely. Perhaps you're newly initiated, uh, newly back in Dunedin after your summer away eating too much cheese uh, from your middle-class Wellington lifestyle. Welcome we back. It. Hope this is a, this is a de- this is a de-cheesing two hours, so no cheese. Oh, oh, a little bit cheese. Have a little bit cheese. Have a little bit naughty. Get it in. Have a gouda. Have a Put down the brie. Have a gouda. Yeah, that's a very sensible fat. cheese. Too much have a hard cheese. Have a hard cheese. Alex D. Wilson's not a fan of a soft cheese. I'm not a fan of a soft cheese. It goes through me like the train. The metaphorical train. What about... The shit express. What about feta? Feta, I'm okay with. That's soft. Enough. It's soft, but I think it's got that kind of hardy consistency. <laughs> I think, like the Greek nation, the feta has gone through a lot of um, economic austerity and has been hardened by the experience. Yeah, you might be right. Uh, that's a political joke for the political people. I'll be... Well, went, uh, went away over my head. Good. Um, um, but this is a history show, and uh, it's a pleasure to have you here. As, as Alex said, this is a, a democratic uh, platform. Uh, you are now a producer of a award-winning radio show. Congratulations. <laughs> Happy to have you on board. Um, so there are multiple ways you can contribute to this uh, fantastic two-hour uh, educational event. Uh, that is to text us on 0212 Radio 1. That's 0212723461. Or email us, Alex and Angus are cool at gmail.com. You know it, it's the truth. And um, that'll be part of our uh, regular mailbag segment, the coveted award winning mailbag segment. Award winning. At the end of the show, uh, we will, will uh, open up the mailbag and see what little tasty tidbits are inside waiting. Maybe a free sample. Fabric softener again, yes, please. Or maybe just more from the Conservative Book Club. No, both are great. <laughs> well, who knows? Um, um, yeah, so um, just want to go back and said um, uh, Angus said that this is a, a an event, an historical event. It's a, an event of a radio show. Every week, it is an event, and you might be thinking, well, many radio shows are just shows. What makes this radio show an event? And that is a very good question. And I'm glad you asked. And um, we can brag about something that no other show has. And you know what that is? Celebrity guests. Yes, we have multiple and many throughout many of our our uh, sequences and segments. Um, And we have an open door policy. So if you feel like you want to come on air, come on down to the radio show station and we'll put you on here. (laughs) That's a a guarantee that I can definitely back up. It surely is. There's no lock on this door. No lock on this door? I think there is, actually. Or a lock on my heart. No, indeed. But Alex, just (laughs) because... Just because, I mean, uh, there's a big chance that there are new listeners out there right now in, oh, yes. uh, in the Dine- greater Dunedin area. Feeling lost and, and so scared. They're feeling lost and scared. And so I'm just wondering, you know, they, 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 they tune in and they hear, yes. well, with the Shubananza, in a very friendly kind of tone and manner, welcoming. But I think, I think 
regardless of the friendly tone and, and, yes. and welcoming arms, yes. um, they'll be feeling lost because they, they, be. they, they hear History Bonanza and they think, oh, 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 so for those people, Alex, I'm just wondering if you could help them out because I'm really, I'm feeling their pain here. Yes. Um, because what, what is the history bonanza? Oh, such a good question, Angus. Thank, thank you. you so much. Oh, no, yes, thank you. Yes. Oh, so I just want to resolve and clear that up before um, the trickle down your leg becomes a Amazon of, of, of sicky yellow mess. Let's get that resolved now. Okay, so let's break it down. History bonanza. Okay, the first word, history, history. Okay, I get that. I get that word, history. It's everything that's happened up until this point. History is now. It's it's happening, baby. It's hip, it's cool, it's daddy-o. It's the things when people dressed up in disco uniforms and trying to act like they were young again. And John Travolta was there, and, and so was Archimedes. We know him. He's that guy from that Queen song. Oh, wait, no, that's Galileo. Hey, different country and background, but that's okay. The history bonanza, it prides itself on alternative facts. <laughs> oh, that was strangely political. Okay, so what was all where history is? Let's go to the second word, bonanza. Okay, that's confusing and scary. Let's go back to the first one. History, yes, good. Yes, dates. I've got dates. I've got multiple with many women. No, I don't. I'm sad and lonely. Please go out on a date with me. I need something uh, romantic in my life. Uh, calendars, that's something historical. Great, great, great. great. We've got all of that. Uh, bonanza. Yep. Is that a radio, rodeo, radio, rodeo? I'm not too sure. Um, I bet clowns are involved and they get shot at by cows. Is that something that happens in the Bonanza? Maybe you win um, a little statue if you collect enough gold coins from the various uh, farming uh, skill challenges that are occurring around this circus. I'm not too sure. Bonanza, maybe it's election. I don't know. I'm going to kill myself. Goodbye. That was pretty concise. Thank you. Um, I think they're very... Uh, we've been working on the explanation for the past uh, year, 50, 50, year. 54 weeks, 55 54, weeks. 54, and I'm pretty sure we got down to the most concise explanation of what the show is as I possibly can. I think so. Thank well you. done. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, where to from now? Let's see. Well, we're to, we're, we're, we've got a sponsor for this week, don't we? Oh, we do. I think you uh, rustled that up. What was that again? There were, it was um, Doritos. 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 Sponsoring the show. Yeah, so the, this week's uh, show is sponsored by Doritos. Sponsor. <laughs> um, Angus. Yeah. Um, do you ever think. Man, I love being able to stand upright. Yeah, I often think that. I often think that it's separated us from our chimp cousins. Exactly. It's so good to be able to stand up upright. And you know what? I love having a smoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that yeah, feeling. Yeah, it's just having yeah. that sweet, cool tobacco yeah. coming down, going down my throat and um, back out my nose. Yep, it's that's so it. good. Yep. So with, so um, fashionable. So fashionable. So in right now, smoking cigarettes. Yep. So now with new durry toes... <laughs> You can combine your love of standing upright and smoking um, with such great flavors as nacho cheese, which is my favorite flavor of my feet and my cigarette. Now I can finally smoke and stand without feeling guilty. Hurrah. The guilt of a the guilt of a superior species and and premature death. Fantastic! All with a cheesy hit. Oh man! Yum yum yum! Chili. Thanks, Dory Toes. Thanks, Dory Toes. So good toes. to have you on board for that strip bonanza. Um, and for those uh, those sponsors listening out there, we are always on the lookout for new sponsors. Always. Um, and uh, the, the 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 more niche your product, the better. Oh, because, we love you know, it. We're, we're Alex and I are uh, we're you know we're classic millennials. We love to 
vaporize and um, talk about how the year's gonna end and the world's gonna end in 12 years and uh, you know uh, uh, oh baby yeah, boomers yeah man I, I just really want um, anything and everything that has a fidget spinner on it yeah and if, if your product has a, a pun about dabbing I'm all on board we're on board yeah, we're, so we're with it we're, we know what's going on and we're um, we're looking for looking to plug your products on a side note has anyone ever tried to re-dab the Sherbet Dab because fuck that's due for a rebrand I'm sorry what a Sherbet Dab what is that didn't you have that when you were in ki- a, a child? <laughs> in what? It, when, when, a Sherbet's dab. Yeah, didn't you have that when you were in a child? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, well, a Sherbet dab, I remember it was like you had like a little lollipop and you'd lick the lollipop oh, and you'd shove it in some Sherbet. Oh, you in some Sherbet. Yeah, but now yeah. instead of that, you should have some cool homeboy doing a dab and you just lick him and you shove him in some Sherbet and you call him a... You call him awful names. Call him a shit brick. Yeah, call, Get out of it, shit brick, that's my Sherbet. <laughs> Don't fucking dab at my Sherbet, you fuck brick. <laughs> What a shit. What a shit. Uh, and what a shit, indeed. And what a shit. And what a shit. And what a shit. So we've covered what the show is. Oh, yeah. We've said hello to each other. Yep. And we've said our um, contractual sponsorship agreements. Great. I must um, <laughs> that's the end of the show, surely. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Bye. 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 Uh, no, no, we'll go to a song. No, we've we'll got another hour and a half yeah. of this, so yeah, don't you worry about that. Now, um, disclosure for the listeners at home, I think Radio One's membership for YouTube's run out, so when I play songs, um, there might be ads. So I'm just going to see if it's going to do it. No, it's not. Okay, cool. We're going straight into it, because we're lucky boys here. Yeah, we're lucky boys. And before you think, um, why doesn't um, Radio One just buy music? Um, good question. It's just easier to look it up on YouTube. Yeah, right? Thanks, YouTube. Thanks, YouTube, for being all the music we'll ever need ever again. And for censoring people who you disagree with. Yeah, I really like that. Do you know in, um, in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in Lebanon... Yeah, no. They don't... You do know? Oh, fantastic. No, I'm I don't know. Oh, in Lebanon, they don't have YouTube. Okay. They just have... Um, Tube. YouTube. What do they have? They have um, Tube because YouTube um, is censored there. So they have to you. Is it is it just YouTube? Yeah, it's just YouTube. Everything's um, spoonerisms. So instead of um, Charlie bit my finger, it was um, uh, Farley shit my finger. <laughs> <laughs> That's genius way of getting That's around. Really that. good, really yeah. good. Yeah, they took my favorite reality show off YouTube, and I'm really pissed off. What was your reality? Alex Jones. Oh yeah. Yeah. It showed a really good reality there. Yeah, I love it. Yeah! It's a shame. Anyway. What? Was that his thing? Uh, yeah, let's go to the song. Okay. You are on Radio 191 FM on the History of Bananas with Alex and Angus. We'll be right back with more bullshit. That was Kiri Takanoa with, um, uh, Oh Fortuna. And you're back on, uh, oh. And you're back on, the uh, oh. And you're back on the ooh. This is and you're back on the ooh. 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 And you're back
It's a bit over. I'm a bit over it, really, aren't I? I guess so. Hey, um, well, um, on, uh, on that note, Alex, it must be time for another um, another wee scoop of um, uh, uh, Glowworm Corner. Oh, yeah, so welcome back to Glowworm Corner. I'm the Radio 1 resident Glowworm expert, uh, Professor Glowworm, a.k.a. Alex D. Wilson. I, every weekend, every time this segment is played, I try to train up my wee novice, Angus uh, Angus McBride. Glowworm novice. Glowworm novice. Uh, before we get into the Glowworm facts there, Angus, so what, what kind of made you want to grow up to be following my footsteps as a Glowworm expert? Well, I mean, I just really want to be able to... For, uh, the, the, basically, Alex... When I yep, go basically. to the glow, in the most in the most basic terms if possible. Basically, yeah, ba- in the most basic terms. The as next possible. time I go to the Tiana Glowworm Caves, I want to be the expert and undermine the guide. Oh, I see. So, so the reason why you've can't you you've paid um, thousands of dollars in tuition to join my my mentorship program what? is is you're, you're on the hook for about two thousand four hundred dollars tuition at this point. At this point, at after this learning point, one fact. Yeah, these are very expensive facts. Alright, carry on. I have to train for many years to get this proficient in glowworm facts. You didn't just pay 90 bucks to go into a cave? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, that was largely it, yes. (laughs) But there was a lot of other kind of, you know, it took me... You also bought a yacht. I bought a yacht. It took me 28 years to get here. 29, if you're counting, which I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, To get to this point. So, um, you're on a hook for a lot of stuff to learn that fact. Okay. Well, Uh, my student loan. Carry on. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, uh, um, thank you for that, Angus. So, um, the second um, glowworm fact I would have for you would be, um, after that they they vomit out their piss, is that... um, did you know that glowworms are in fact cannibalistic? I did not know that. Yes, ca- they're cannibals in so far that they will eat um, any other glowworm that comes into their space. They're very territorial. Ah. And they will eat, um, they will first knock off another glowworm. Knock them off? Knock them off into the, into the river or whatever's below the cave. And if that's not an option, they will consume the glowworm. Bloody hell. And did you know that um, the glowworm male, the glowworm male's um, lifetime is about um, three days of trying to fuck anything it can see. And then um, it's consumed by the woman. Beautiful world. Beautiful world. So it's, it's mainly the, the the ladies that you see shining so bright, which is common in the human world as well. Oh, bless you. Bless me, oh. indeed. Uh, well, that was a great little uh, addition to um, uh, Glowworm Corner. Glowworm Corner. Uh, which I feel like I could have done a bit of... could have at least had some alliteration or something. Glowworm... I mean, I mean this this fucking point. We've been doing this what show for fifty. For, and what a shit! Uh, at this point, we've been doing the show for fifty-four weeks. If people want alliterative titles, Glowworm Glossary. Yeah, with Alex that, D. Wilson. That, that would actually be kick-ass. But uh, that's what it's called now. It kind of takes away from the point I was going to say, which oh, is which like, if people at this point are expecting alliterative titles to be the make-or-break moment for this radio show, <laughs> they they really um, are sorely misplaced. Um, if you think that um, if you think uh, um, uh, alliterating titles is the make or break of this radio show, text us 0212723461. That's 0212 Radio One, and just uh, give us uh, give us a wee uh, insight into uh, what your thoughts and feelings are on the the, the, the situation. I, I think from now on I'm going to stick with Glowworm Glossary, but um, we'll 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 have more Glowworm Glossary later in the show. Oh, um, certainly. But at the moment, but uh, how about now, Alex? We should um, dive straight into what the history bands of Bonanza is known for, uh, which is talking uh, about. What are you fucking about with history? Yeah. So, um, what, 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 what are we going to talk about this week, Alex? Oh, that's a very, very good question. I don't think it is. You don't think it is? No, it's not a good question. It's not a good question. Not really. No, no, we, we should be organised broadcasters, actually, you know what we're talking about. Well, um, I, I would wager. Wager. I would wager to you, Angus, yes. right, that these fancy radio hosts out there, like Kim Hill. 
Kim Hill, hello. Kim Hill, hey, Kim Hill. Look at the hair on there. Morning report, hello, Kim Hill. Um, those sort of people, they don't actually know what they, they are going to do any day. They don't even know what they're doing half the time. I'd say that the whole radio broadcasting thing is a big scam. Yep. Because what they're doing is they're just broadcasting radio waves out into the into the world. They don't know what's happening to those. They're not no, they don't know where they're going. radio waves. No. Nope. They don't have to prepare anything. They could probably be controlling us with um, the, the waves, mind controlling yeah, us yeah, with yeah. the waves. So we think we're hearing... Keeping us docile. Some, some, yeah, keeping us docile and having some pleasant facts. But actually, we're keeping being kept docile, being kept uh, in our place. And um, you know what? You would call that, Angus. What? A conspiracy theory. Ooh. Whoa. Did someone say conspiracy theory? That is, in fact, the theme of today's episode. Woo! Uh, I will be excited for both of us, shall I, Angus? Great. What? Awesome. Fantastic. Conspiracy theories. Angus, what's, what are you doing? I was just wondering if anyone had ever... Um, uh, had a head and a radio receiver uh, implanted into their skull. People often, when they have um, fake teeth, uh, um, gold fillings and such, they pick up radio frequencies on their teeth. So they can hear the radio? Yes, yeah, so they hear the radio. And so a lot, a lot of people, um, I remember my grandfather actually thought he was schizophrenic or had multiple personality disorder. In fact, the tooth was just picking up radio frequencies. That is mental. Right, and he took out the, um, took out the tooth and replaced it with like silicon or something. Uh, but I don't think so gold silicon. fillings receive yeah. radio and you can hear it coming out of your tooth. Well, no, I think, I don't know, I couldn't hear it, but he could. That is bonkers. Maybe because of, like, you know, the nasal pa- pa- passage. What if he listens to his mouth open? <laughs> hey, Grandpa, let's do the twist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That'd be exactly. great. Turn it up. So we're going to go over some uh, pretty classic conspiracy theories uh, here this evening, because, uh, oh, I don't know, we're on holiday, you're on holiday, and uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a fun old uh, feed-up kind of uh, radio show. It is one of those, isn't it? Uh, this is a, um, a radio show which you can um, put your feet up, have a brewski, get some friends over, go around the old radio box or the uh, Pandora radio or uh, whatever you got going on. How do you listen to radio these days? Text in at 0212 Radio 1 if you're still listening. Um, what's the um, what's the um, what's the um, hotkey for a reopen last tab? Uh, shift cube. What? Shift cube. What's cube? It's the one next car. <laughs> so these conspiracy theories. Um, so please text in with your favorite uh, conspiracy theories. We'll um, talk about them, um, and we'll discuss those and, and meet more, more, more and, and uh, a lot of detail. Anyway, I'm Angus. Do you have a favorite conspiracy theory? Great. Um, good. Moving on. I've got a favorite conspiracy theory. My favorite conspiracy theory um, would be that um, I don't really like it, but I quite like it because I think it shows some sort of kind of uh, outside thinking. Is that, uh, um, that um, did you know that uh, the Dunedin City Council? Uh, I don't know. I don't have a conspiracy theory. Help me out, Angus. I can only do this for so long. What? Well, just say a theory. I don't, I don't have a favorite conspiracy theory. Oh, uh, mine is probably 9-11. The whole 9/11 conspiracy. The theory. whole 9/11 conspiracy theory. Yes. When I was a younger man, Alex, I would, I would, I would argue round in circles that 9/11 was an inside job. I've since come to my senses, but I still really like all the all the ins and outs of that theory, uh, and all the all the con- all the conspiracies around it, aka um, the, AK-47. AK-47. Um, for example, um, many people claimed that there were no windows on the aeroplanes that went into the towers, and they were in fact big freight planes loaded with, uh, explosives. with explosives. Um, 
um, um, jet fuel doesn't melt steel girders. Oh, it's such a great Very one. Convincing. Were, Very you, convincing. You can repeat that ad hominem. Um, the fact that uh, people were there were already people dead in the basement before the attacks took place, um, and uh, there was a uh, oh the one that, the one that there was like millions of dollars worth of gold bricks stored under the. Um, under the trade centers, trade centers which were conveniently moved a couple hours before. The fact that Condoleezza Rice was told not to fly, as were several other um, uh, high-up celebrities. Um, the fact that uh, Building 13 burnt down as well and had a whole lot of building Building 13. I don't know. Burnt down and contained a whole lot of real heaps of stuff. Um, the building was full. Both buildings were full of asbestos, and had just been um, the owner had just been told that um, the whole building would have to be. Uh, it would all have to be taken out. These um, are all some really good facts, Angus. Yep. Well, why, 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 did, why did that appeal to you, that conspiracy theory? What, I don't know. What do you think was the primal Fuck the government, thing? man. Yeah, I think that's a lot. We like to think that... Um, Fuck there, George Bush. I think we, as a human species, always like to think there are larger forces out there conspiring against us. Absolutely. I think, one, it's more interesting, and two, it kind of gives, um, gives credence to why things are the state that they are. Yeah. Because we're often unhappy with the world, we are. aren't we? Yeah. It's so we invent these conspiracy theories to express why we're so unhappy, because it can't possibly be that this is the best world we can have. There must and it can't be, be that everyone is, everyone is acting in their best interests. Yes, all the time. Yeah. So, so what must, is, sorry. sorry. There must be something conspiratorial going yeah. on. So you actually don't have a favourite conspiracy theory? No, then? I think I do. Um, it, well, it used to be... Uh, the, I've got a fun one and a sad one. Okay. My fun one is that... Um, is that the sad one? Well, some of the sad one. The sad one is that, um, that uh, we have invented as a, spe- as a, as a species... We've invented a cure for cancer already, but the pharmaceutical companies do not want to release it because they make more money off of the treatment than from the um, the abolishment of it. Of course, it, I guess. it's not in the interest of the pharmaceutical companies to make people better forever. Exactly, right? They want you right. to be a little bit sick. Exactly. So I think that's quite. For me, I don't believe it necessarily, but I think it's quite. Um, it's an interesting theory. It's a nice thought piece. Sure. Nice thought piece, and I think that, that one really breaks down the kind of. The whole thing about why conspiracy theories are appealing is because, you know, surely we'd like to think by this stage that we would have invented a cure for this this this, this disease, but um, this explains why. Yep, good. And happy one. Happy one is that um, Steve from Blue's Clues died. But actually, Oh, yeah, that was a classic one. Yeah, everyone thought he lynched himself or whatever. No, I, we heard at school that he put a pencil up his nose and banged it on <laughs> his table. That's right, yeah, which yeah, Which is yeah. really gruesome, but really great. Really gruesome, but yeah. in fact, he just wanted, he retired because the Blue's Clues gang got too much. No, he retired. I'll tell you why he retired, LSD. What is that? Because he, he stated that he was losing his hair and he didn't want to go bald on television. Oh, that's very nice. And now he has a, a reasonably successful solo music career. Oh, there you go. Isn't that lovely? Steve. But there's a whole bunch of conspiracy theories about um, young children's entertainers killing themselves. I remember there's a whole one about the actor who played Tinky Winky di- suffocating in the suit. That, that was true, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. Oh, but some one of them did die in a car crash. No, but maybe. I, I don't, don't know, know about that. But none of them died in the suit, that's for sure. Oh, okay. I think some of them died. Oh, but I, well, no doubt that they people do. Yeah, die. people die. And what, what's the life expectancy of a well, television? Tell me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they have, they subsist on a diet of toast and milk. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not, not good. Not very long. And their 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 overlord is a baby. Baby, and they, all the housework's done by a, a vacuum cleaner. And um, one of them that's, just gets that's around. That's not that's not unusual. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, like, they, none of them seem to do any exercise. They don't have jobs. They have jobs. They're not, yeah, they're kind of overweight. 
There are televisions lights. in their stomach. Yeah, and the um, the the TV frequencies come through a, an aerial on their head. head. There you go. That's what happens when you put an antenna on your head to become yeah. a Teletubby. It's become a Teletubby. Maybe, 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 maybe the Teletubbies is actually, it's not a children's show. It's a warning for what happens when... Um, too, you get too many signals and gigahertz oh, going yes, through you. You yeah. turn into these docile, like, eh, maybe yeah. that's what happen, what's going to happen when, when 5G gets rolled out. That's true. We're going to get stimulated. Yeah, we're going to get turned into um, to jellies. And we're going to sing again, 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 again. Yeah. And asking our. It's a warning. Um, and asking our, um, our vacuum cleaner nanny to make us more tubby toast. That's it. It is very much like a sort of North Korean situation in there with the sort of baby overlord, and they appear to be some, in some kind of labor camp. But the um, or some dream simulator. The, yeah, the thing that says tubby, tubby T- bye time. Time for tubby bye byes. Time for tubby bye byes. Yeah, it's very it's, odd. Do you think um, at the end of every single Teletubbies episode they kill all the Teletubbies and replace them with new Teletubbies? <laughs> that might be it. Yeah. And that's what tubby bye byes is. Is that they go to the ex- yeah. they go to the extermination area. Yeah, yeah. Every at, at, they each get a day. They, I think they're they're probably like defecting citizens who have been turned into these like brain, brain dead docile things and they wake up as these Teletubbies live a day under this baby overlord knowing inside like they've got their they've got their normal consciousness inside but on the outside they, it's all that they can express oh and then man it's like a then, Black Mirror episode and then, yeah and then they eat Tubby Toast and then it's time for Tubby Bye Bye's <laughs> The execution. Oh, you forget one crucial thing. What? They also watch British school children do fucked up shit on, the t- on their stomachs. <laughs> it's their children. It's their children. they're watching their children without them. Yeah, yeah. My mama isn't here. But anyway, this is how I make a boat out of newspaper. <laughs> I wish my mother was here. Again, 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 again. When secretly saying, I miss my daughter, bring oh, me back. Let, let me show, let me watch my child one more time before but, Tubby Bye Bye's. Yeah. It's Bye Bye's forever and Tubby Bye Bye's. Maybe the Tubby, moment is time for Tubby Toast, because Tubby Toast is like the, it's like oh, the pill. Oh, like yeah. It kills them. It's the cyanide. Because yeah. And then when they, they feel it, oh, it's oh. time for Tubby Bye Bye's. And then the, the baby overlord is just laughing at them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. You have no control over your destiny. Ha ha ha. I'm gonna look this up. See if there's Fuck any. Fuck the Teletubbies. I mean, can, 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 uh, comparatively, Bumble, New Zealand's answer to Teletubbies was pretty nice. It was about Bumble, the buzzy bee, whose best friend was a fish. He kept it in a little glass jail in his house. Yep. What was Bumble's whole deal? Did he want to teach us things or learn Bumblebee, something? Man, I'm pretty sure it was Jason Gunn. What, I'm pretty sure it was Jason yeah. Gunn. I've got um, I've got five. Five of the this is five of the strangest Teletubbies conspiracy theories. So there's obviously quite a few. Oh, there's a lot um, more. But these are the top five according to this. Uh, according to uh, according to cbc.co.ca. Don't know what that is. Great. Um, I'll go from five. Five. Number five. Number this five. Um, they're giants in real life. That's pretty good. Okay, sure. Uh, this is, apparently, there's a strange Harry Potter connection. Teletubbies and Harry Potter both released in 97. Uh, the strange antenna and Tiki. Yeah. I don't think there's any legs on this one, mate. Carry on. Ah, oh, apparently they're... They're three antenna... This is comedy poison. They're, they're, three, they're three antenna symbols, when combined, form the symbol of the Deathly Hallows. What the hell are the Deathly Hallows? I don't know. I don't, I don't know Harry Potter. What are Deathly Hallows? Have you te- have you um have you read uh, Harry Potter and know what the symbol of the Deathly Hallows is? And if 
you do know that, can you please confirm to me that if you combine the Teletubbies antenna, <laughs> that that is the Deathly Hallows? Text us 021 That's 021 Radio One. Let me know if that is true. Number three, the Teletubbies are hypnotizing your children. Oh, that's pr- that's uh, we all know that's yeah, we all know the truth. That. The Teletubbies are biogenetically engineered slaves. Here we go. This is what we're talking about. There is no official backstory to the creation of the Teletubbies, but it's clear to some that the Teletubbies are not in control of their own destiny. Almost certainly not. A mysterious voice tells them when to do everything, from eating to sleeping. Then there is also a vacuum-like character, the Nunu, who is constantly keeping the Teletubbies in check, making sure they follow orders. Then there is the Pinwheel, a godlike structure at the top of the hill. Yeah, that causes the Teletubbies to drop when whatever true. they're doing and fall to their knees and worship it when it spins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Pinwheel then picks its favourite character and turns on its tummy TV. Oh. Oh. And number one, the baby sun is actually a demon. At the beginning of each episode, the sun rises and in the centre of the sun is a baby's face. Some claim that to see a demonic visage take over the baby's face as it expands just for a second right before it explodes. What? Thus sending subliminal horrific images to children everywhere. How bizarre. No How bizarre. That is bizarre. Well, I'm glad that we got onto Teletubbies conspiracy theories uh, that quickly. Um, I thought it would take us a good 20 minutes, but we went straight in there with okay. like a bullet. So I was really impressed with this. That's pretty good. Pretty good quality. Um, I'm just watching a, a really good YouTube video of some Teletubbies feasting on Barney the Dinosaur while the demon sun looks on. Oh, that is an amazing image. That's a very good image. That is great. We should check that on the Facebook page for those uh, who... Uh, who need to see it. Those who need to see it. We'll check, we'll check that image on the Facebook page. Um... I always liked uh, the conspiracy theory about uh, Paul McCartney. About he, how he's dead. About how he died very early on in um, in the Beatles uh, anthology. Yes, around um, just uh, after... 66, apparently. Just after Revolver, wasn't it? Um, I'm right. You're right. Yeah, I'm right. Okay. Um, and the theory is that um, Paul McCartney died uh, after Revolver. And that he was replaced by a man who looked very much like him, um, and that they allude to this uh, throughout uh, the Beatles albums. Um, for example, Abbey Road is an allusion to it because uh, there is a theory that each of the Beatles members in the uh, Ro- uh, Abbey Road crossing image is uh, uh, has a role at a funeral. Is that right, Alex? Uh, yeah, that's right. So um, George John- Harrison, who is at the back, George Harrison is, is the, the grave digger. Grave digger. Paul McCartney is the corpse. Uh, uh, Ringo, Ringo is the undertaker, and, George, and jo- John, John Lennon is the vicar, is the vicar. or the god. Or the like god. Yeah, well, indeed, he'd like to he'd like to think that with me. All right. I don't but, like... uh, on the, on, another thing is on the um, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart Club's band. If you turn the LP on its back, you see that all of the Beatles are facing towards the camera, but Paul McCartney has his back towards um, back to the camera. Which shows that he is out of tune with the other Beatles and supposedly is dead. On the back of the album cover. On the back of the album cover. Ah. Good, good radio. Great radio. We're both doing uh, business. So yes, yeah, so um, Paul McCartney died, and, and they also say that um, 
you can hear, as people say, you can hear that in the voice change, that Paul McCartney sounds different on the later albums than he does on the earlier uh, uh, records, and that there are allusions in some of their lyrics. It'll be interesting to watch out when for when, um, uh, I guess with regard to this conspiracy theory, theory, we would hope that Paul McCartney dies before Ringo Starr, because Ringo yes. Starr is the only one now who knows the secret, knows whether it's true or not. So exactly. fingers crossed that Ringo outlives Paul and then he can, he'll can he d- definitely dish because he's the Beatle that everyone hates. Ringo or Paul? A Ringo. Everyone hates Ringo. Well, everyone in Liverpool hates Ringo. Oh, right, because he's a bit of a douche. He talks shit about Liverpool. And he, he's obsessed with trains. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. Why do they have to fat shame the fat controller all the time? They don't fat shame him. It's just his name. <laughs> his name's not... His name's not the Fat Controller. What about Fat... 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 Fat Albert? He's not Fat Albert. Fat Albert's a different character. To what? Fat Albert was played by, um... Serial rapist Bill Cosby. Was Fat Albert played by Bill Cosby? Yeah. I thought it was just a character in... It was an animated show. It was animated and he voiced him. But his name, the character's name wasn't Fat Albert. It was Fat Albert. So what's the difference between Fat Albert and Fat Controller? Because Fat Albert was... That was his name. But Fat Controller is Fat Controller's no, name. No, it's not. His name's... Topham Hat. Is it? Yeah. What? He's called Mr. Topham Hat, the Fat Controller. <laughs> it's not Fat, Al- Fat Albert. It's not, um, my name's Gershwin Schmeitz, the Fat <laughs> Albert. Is he called the Fat Controller? <laughs> yes. His, his, oh, man, that is funny. That's funny. Well, he was, pork, he was porky. Well, he was porky, but I mean, there's, there's the essence of fat shaming. As you say, hey, you're fat. <laughs> like, it'll be like... It's uh, the History Bonanza, uh, hosted by Bean Paul McBride and Fat Wilson. <laughs> I'm into that. I don't know who's that. <laughs> Bean Paul McBride. <laughs> I don't know why they did that. Neither uh, do I. I can't but, um, speak to that. I just thought we'd bring it up while we are talking about... Um, Paul, uh, fat, fat Paul McCartney. <laughs> fat Paul McCartney, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, one of my... Um, I don't want to say my favourite, but a recent conspiracy theory that I've come across... Yes. ...is the denial that the country of Finland exists. What? Yeah, there's a, a recent conspiracy theory which I think is kind of linked to the alt-right. Have you been to Finland? I have not. I have not either. Um, so, oh, it's not looking good. <laughs> it's not looking good. Yeah, two out of two people have not been to Finland. Yeah. Uh, but have you been to Finland? Text us 0212723461 and uh, let us know if it actually exists or not. But yeah, so there's, I'm not entirely sure, but there's, it's, it's grounded in the um, alt-right and about how we need to rethink. I think it's kind of connected to the flat earth theory. The okay, of, yeah. Similar kind of background to that but anyway um so they they are, say that finland is not a real country um not only is it not a real country but there is actually no land mass there at all and the space between sweden and russia is actually an empty ocean um and this was because they point out that finland was first created sometime during the cold war between russia and the west it was also around this time that environmentalism and the idea of preserving our planet was really taking off and it's due to both of these things that the two of the main players in the Finland conspiracy theory came to work with each other, which were Russia and Japan. J- Japanese-Soviet relations had always been shaky at best, but also incredibly secretive, according to the source. Even as early as 1925, Japan and the Soviet Union had secretly deal- dealt with each other regarding fishing rights between the two countries, with the Soviet Union giving up much of its fishing rights to Japan with seemingly no explanation as to why. So these con- these kind of, uh, secretive treaties and uh, alliances continued right up to just before the fall of the Soviet Union. Um, and th- this led to uh, the entire past 100 years of Japanese-Russian relations bring out many unanswered questions. So why at the height of World War II were the battles between these two countries minimal, despite uh, being on opposing sides? 
Why did Japan sign a peace treaty with Russia in 1941, just two months before their allies, Germany went to war with Russia, etc., etc.? And so basically what they say is that they shared a common secret that they, um, that they both controlled the, the land mass, which we know as Finland. So there is land there. Well, no, no, the, 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 sorry, the water there is Finland. Oh, I, I, I don't know why, but I just checked a map just to check that Finland yeah, yeah, was there. Yeah, it, it, it is there. Yes, but according to these conspiracy theories is that Japan can fish in the region of the ocean between Sweden and Russia without worry for environmental repercussions. Right. After all, after all nobody's going to expect fishing regulations to be broken in a place where everybody thinks there's a landmass. <laughs> right, and in, yeah, and in return, Russia get a percentage of the fish to distribute amongst their populace. It's a simple case of fishing the Finnish Sea, transporting it across Russia, and then shipping it from the eastern Russian coast to Japan under the skies of Nokia products. This is why Nokia. <laughs> this is why Nokia is the largest Finnish company, and is also why Japan is the largest importer of Nokia products, despite the fact there are very few people who own Nokia phones in the country. In Finland. In, in, in sorry, in, in Japan. No one owns Nokia phones. In Japan, but the the world's largest importer of uh, Nokia phones. Japan is the world's largest importer of Nokia phones. Yes. Don't they make Nokia phones? No, Nokia phones are Finnish. Oh, Nokia. Nokia. Oh, I see. Um, that's yes. pretty weird. Oh, that's very weird. So, um, there are some common, on their Reddit, they have some common questions that are. So, what about the Finnish people? Are they all on the conspiracy? No, people from Finland genuinely believe they're from Finland. In reality, they are from small towns on either the eastern part of Sweden, or the western part of Russia, or the northern part of Estonia. So you can go to Finland, but it isn't where people think Finland is. Yeah, You're being taken to somewhere else. Yes, but there is a Finland-shaped hole where people, so where the bizarre. Japanese are fishing. What a world. What a world, according to these people. You are listening to The Superlands with Alex and Angus. We're going to take a little break here. Not that I'm allowed to say that. Um, and we'll be back, not that I can say that either, with um, some more conspiracy theories for you. So uh, keep it locked on Radio 191 FM. I'm Mr. and we'll be right back. <laughs> That was Beans Make Me Fart by Heinz. You're back on the one. And that's the History Bonanza with Alex and Angus. And without further ado, and this week we're talking conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories, but what up there on minute, Alex D. Wilson, because it must be time for another edition of On This Day. And did you know that on this day... Oh. On this day in 1989, did you know that Helena Konopaka, Polish discus thorum poet, died? <laughs> On this day in 1845, Edgar Allan Poe's poem Raven, first published in New York City. On this day in 1989, Francois Seville, an American ice hockey player, was born. <laughs> Great. Yeah. On this day in uh, 1903, there was a Dutch railroad workers' strike. On this day in 1989, Episcopal Church appoints first female bishop. Pis- <laughs> uh, on this day in 1946. Uh. <laughs> on this day in 1944, World War II, 38 men, women, and children die in the near Chibiska and Grey, Poland. On this day in 1989, Batman the video game was released on Nintendo Entertainment System. Bloody hell. On this day in 1995, at the 11th Sundance Film Festival, 
The Brothers McMullen and The Young Poisoner's Handbook win Grand Jury Prize Dramatic. On this day in 1989, the Betty Davis flick Wicked Stepmother is released in cinemas. On this day in 2002, US President George W. Bush in his State of the Union address, de, address describes regimes that sponsor terror and axis of evil, which includes Iraq, Iran, and North Korea. On this day in 1989, number four in the Latin song charts is Hombre al Borde de Undo Ataque de Celos by Yuri. On this day in 2009, Rod Blagojevich. Uh, the governor of Illinois is removed from office after being convicted of corruption crimes. And that was on this day. Nice one. Yes, when we're getting so, so many, so many historical facts. Um, is it me or is the sound bed quite loud? <laughs> I don't know. There we go. Um, anyway, so um, uh, don't refer to the, don't break the fourth wall. Oh yeah, that's the Radio One uh, uh, programmer's guide. Do <laughs> not break the fourth wall. You're out of here. And you're back on the stupid hands with Alex Nangs, and we are doing uh, conspiracy theories right now. Right now. Um, so, do, do you know much about MK Ultra? Oh, I was just going to talk about MK Ultra myself, actually. Well, could you bring it up? I, I haven't got a sentence. Oh, I've only got. I think I've got the same sentence. Right. Um, uh, MK Ultra is a conspiracy theory regarding the uh, the, uh, the, uh, 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 the the uh, experimentation of mind control on people in the fifties and sixties. Is that right? Using chemi- chemical interrogation and mind control techniques. Was that LSD as well? Yeah, using LSD. Yeah. And other things. And other things like that. Great. Well, um, we put that to bed. Great. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there was there was um, some American. Um, it's been documented. Um, uh, experiments by the military government on LSD, but um, yeah. people connected that to mind control experiments as well, which have not been proven. Of course not. But um, I remember we were talking about that because we brought it up when we were discussing Jonestown yes. last year. Yes, because that was uh, uh, that's a theory that that was connected to MK Ultra, the mass suicide. Yeah, so it was an, a, 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 um, a demonstration that someone could mind control someone, a whole group of people, just kill themselves. Yeah, for no real reason. No. But he was doing a lot of different, like whether it was chemically or not. He, but he had his voice constantly playing at, at night time or, or during the day or something, right over the loudspeaker. Didn't he have recordings of um, himself on yes, the loudspeaker? He did. Yeah. Is that part of it? No. It's part of it. All oh, right. Great. Great. Um. Well, that was it. Bye. Bye. Um, uh, flat Earth is a classic. Oh, great. Later, I never quite understood the flat Earth theory because initially I thought it was. Um, kind of like a joke theory, kind of like spaghetti right. flying monster thing, right, which is right, like, right, right. hey, um, you know, just be careful of all the facts up there. You know, you never know what's going to happen. But now it's actually taken off and it's sort of yeah. got a resurgence in the last few years of this theory that the Earth is flat. Yeah, and, and that is a big cover up. And as opposed to being something that was like, uh, make sure you check all the research into scientific theories before you believe them. It seems more like an anti-science theory where yeah, right. all all um, institutional science knowledge is therefore false and corrupt. Right, good. Which, um, you know, it seems to be misguided. I would, I would say so. <laughs> yeah. I would say so. I would say that's uh, not a great idea. I really enjoyed the reptilian elite angle. Oh, how Queen Elizabeth and everyone are uh, giant lizards. Giant lizard creatures and, they're, uh, and uh, uh, there was that photo of... Um, that photo of Justin Bieber a few years. Oh no, it was uh, it was footage of Justin Bieber in court, and you can look it up. And um, there's moments where he blinks and his eyes change. They go really dark and like lizardy, and then he blinks again, and then his normal eyes come back. Interesting. Because he's a lizard man. Why do you think? Well, what do you think the lizard people want? 
Um, I think they want to uh, destroy us from the inside. But or just turn us into slaves, which yeah. they're doing very well. I, yeah, I think more the slave thing, because if they don't destroy us, if, if the Queen Elizabeth and... Well, it's the global the, elite, isn't it? It's like yeah, the 1%. 1% so they've already lizards. basically got us enslaved. How did they come about? Were they, were they always lizard people? Perhaps they were. Perhaps they perhaps they arrived on Earth when they gave the... Um, when oh, they, you think they're aliens? Or they're giant lizard people. Yeah, they could have evolved. Oh, I see. From other lizards. Other lizards, and then crawled into... Crawled over a human suit. Is it like uh, these reptilians? Are they in a kind of um, is it a disguise? A la, you know that episode of um, Black Mirror where um, they have augmented reality so that they turn the yeah, zombies yeah. into things? Or is it like Men in Black where the the alien actually gets inside the skin? It's like sugar water. Well, the, the second one is more fantastical, which I love. But the first one sounds more. More, yeah. Possible. Like, like they, they can all see each other as they are in their true forms, but then non-lizard people just see this facade. They see the Queen Elizabeth or Justin Bieber's. Right, and then occasionally it slips through a little bit. Yeah. I like this theory. Um, yeah, I just, I just, um, what was I going to say it's, about the lizard It is people? fantastical. It is very fantastical. Um, and I, I think, um, if I was a lizard, if you're a lizard person out there, Text in the 0212 Radio 1. We're, we're um, reasonable people here on the History of Bananas. Yeah, we're not here to judge. We're, we're not, not here to judge. We're not out you. So, no, your texts are all anonymous anyway, but we're that's fine. We're also welcome to negotiate on behalf of all humankind. If Absolutely. you want to enslave us for another millennia, we're happy to negotiate terms um, and discuss those. We can be the middle middle people between the reptilians and uh, the, the, the rest of Earth's people. People have actually described um, us as that like that before we're the missing link between lizard people and, and people you and me yes what? old beanpole and fatty <laughs> um, I feel like I haven't nailed this volume balance sorry to sorry to um, you must be driving people insane well I don't know about that I don't know about that at all well some people have OCD and they're like I can't handle this well, they probably have not been listening to this show for 50 weeks. <laughs> it's very true. If yeah, yeah, this is not the this is uh, not show, the show for OCDs. No. OCDs? When will you come back into fashion? There's um, a conspiracy theory about a, a mysterious, well, eighth or ninth planet, depending on how you view Pluto in the, um, in the solar system, Planet X. Which is... You haven't heard of this? No, story? no, I haven't oh, heard of it. I remember it was big when I was in primary school. Planet X. Planet X, so okay. the mysterious uh, ninth or eighth or ninth planet. Eighth or ninth planet. Yeah. yeah. So, no, uh, no, no. Yeah. Ninth yeah. or tenth. No, I don't no, know. Who cares? Or, ninth or tenth. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it'll be yeah, whatever. So conspiracy theories are no, long. No, ninth or tenth. Uh, what, how many was it? Uh, nine or ten. Nine or ten. Wait. Or eight or nine? No, nine or ten. Nine or ten. Twelve or thirteen? Maybe. No, nine or ten. Carry on. 68 or 69? I'll slap the shit out of you. No, you slab my shit out of me. I slab your shit. You guys slab my shit. Slab a shit. Uh, well, well, it's good because I produce a lot of shit and if it was in slab form, it would be easier to transport. Um, so people often talked about um, that NASA NASA NASA, 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 have tried to conceal the existence of a, uh, a another planet in our solar system, okay. which has been known um, by the conspiracy community as Nibiru. Nibiru. Or N- Nibiru. Yeah. Um, which allegedly will uh, one day pass close enough to the Earth to destroy it. Oh, right. So it's a destructive planet. Um, predictions for a date of such destruction have included 2003, 
2012 and 2017. So that's uh, naught for three. Naught for three. Um, the theory began to develop following um, the publication of The Twelfth Planet, a book in the 1976 by discredited <coughs> Russian-American author Zechariah Sitchin. Um, and was uh, promoted by uh, American conspiracy theorist and end times theorist David Mead. Uh, the notion has remained popular and re- received renewed attention during the per- period prior to the solar eclipse of 21st August 2017. Uh, yes. Missed that one. Huh? Missed that one. Missed that one. So um, I don't really know why. It doesn't really say here why they think that NASA would be. NASA. Um, NASA would be hiding in the existence of a destructive planet in our solar system. I don't really understand what they've got to gain. Maybe huh. maybe that will just all die quietly and w- it wouldn't be much of a... You know, if if you learned that the Earth would be destroyed by another planet in five years, I guess you might end up doing something a bit, a bit wacko. Wacko jacko. Would you do something crazy if you learned that you only had, the world had only five years left to exist? Yeah, probably. What'd you do? Not uh, go to work, probably. Probably wouldn't worry about saving for retirement. Oh, yeah, right? You'd yeah. end up spending money... I'd just splurge. 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 I, I just live paycheck to paycheck for five years. Yeah, like, a cra- like a crazy guy. Like a crazy guy. Whoa! Paycheck to paycheck. So, so I mean, you'd be living paycheck to paycheck and not buying a house. So, essentially, yeah, you're, just, that. you're just being millennial. <laughs> just being... <laughs> yeah. Hey-o. Waymo of the day. Um, but I guess everyone would be just going to Machu Picchu and shit like that, eh? Yeah, selfies. Selfies. It'd be even more of a nightmare up there because there'd be hundreds more people doing it. Would well, yeah, more, more people would be doing it, but would be people would be taking selfies if the world only had five years left to exist and all selfies would be. Maybe it would be an existence. incredibly beautiful and wholesome time because people would suddenly give up on their like shallow pursuits and think, right. shit, actually, time is short. Life needs to have meaning now. I'm gonna put down my Instagram. I'm not gonna live online. I'm gonna just live life as a present human being with my small community of people. Not trying to impress a broader world of people or or, or be somebody in a in a in a in that kind of non-rewarding kind of way, but just be a member of my community, have close friends, be nice to my family, and just uh, and then uh, all die together. And NASA is trying to stop us from doing it. Bastards. Damn you, Narses. I know. Alex D. Wilson, 51% of Americans believe that there was a conspiracy behind the assassination of President John F. Kennedy in a large national survey in 2013. So a majority of Americans The majority of Americans. The popularity of this particular theory stems from the horrific murder of the ni- in 1963 of President Kennedy and the subsequent lack of a clear, satisfying explanation for who was really behind it. While the shooter Lee Harvey Oswald have got the official blame, parties as divergent as the CIA, KGB, and the mob have been implicit in the in the public consciousness. Uh, compli- comp- have been complicate compli- have been complicated in the public consciousness. Impli- implicated. 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 Oh man, I can't read. The particulars of the theory focus on analysing whether there was just one gunman or if more shots were fired than officially claimed. What do you know about that one, Alex? But JFK, the magic bullet. So what? The magic bullet. Tell me more. Well, the the thing is about um, how the bullet angled the way that it entered JFK's head um, because there was multiple shots that um, the angles don't line up from where Lee Harvey Oswald was, so that they said there was a, it was a magic bullet because it would have to have curved ah. to hit him in that particular way. So that's why they say that, often people say that Lee Harvey Oswald probably did shoot JFK, but there were multiple shooters. 
in case Levy Harvey or Oswald didn't follow through. If how was, far away was um how far away from JFK was Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh yeah, I had. Have there been anything? To I do had with that the fact off the top of my dome. I know. Well, that. Could, it, could it the curve bullet be something to do with the Coriolis effect? Potentially. I don't know. But also, there's lots of things about how the rifle he used. Um, he would have to be an expert marksman to get that many shots off in that amount of time. Right. There's also a thing. There's this whole conspiracy theory about um, uh, the Babushka Lady. Have you heard about the Babushka? Babushka Lady. The Babushka Lady. Tell me more. So in the there's only one film that um, is accessible by the public about the JFK shooting, which is the one with you you would probably know. It is the yeah I've seen it. Yeah. So uh, and in the background you can see a Babushka Lady. So it's a woman who's dressed like a, a Russian Babushka, so a right. Russian um, grandmother. Yeah. Um, and she is in the film. She is shown to be filming the procession herself. Oh. Um, and then uh, many attempts were um, undertaken after the assassination to obtain the Babushka lady's videotape or even her identity, and that was uh, uh, there was a, uh, no one could find it. So people have said that this is uh, proof that there was a, a KGB or a Russian or a Soviet link to the event, which of course contradicts many other conspiracy theories. There is a CIA. Um, sponsored assassination. Interesting. How cool is that? Yeah, and then there's the whole grassy knoll thing. Uh, what? Well, grassy knoll says people who were there yes. at the JFK assassination saw said that they saw flashes behind a grassy knoll. Yes, which, which was, wasn't a thing until the, the JFK assassination. Yeah, no one knew what the fucking grassy knoll was. Grassy knoll is that that. that phrase has never been used any yeah, other yeah, time yeah. in history except yeah. for the JFK. JFK assassination. What the fuck is a knoll? Yeah, we'd say we'd say a mound. Uh, what, a hill, a hillop, a hillop, a grassy knoll. What the? F- why is it grassy? Why is it, most most hills are grassy? This seems <laughs> redundant. How do you um, even spell knoll? K N O double L. See, it doesn't even make sense. It's got a silent K. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. So what's the theory? So uh, people who were there on the day saw that they saw flashes from behind the grassy knoll and um, what sounded like gunshots emanating from that distance. So right. If there was a second shooter, they say that that's where they were probably based. Right. Very good. Um, or uh, you know, or, or an initial shooter. There's also things about um, uh, Jack Ruby. Yeah, who shot? Um, who shot uh, Lee, Lee Harvey, Harvey Oswald, Oswald? Yeah. Who was, I believe, a club. He owned a club. Who was bragging um, to some of his dancers? Jack Ruby was. Jack Ruby yeah. was bra- was bragging that uh, the president was going to die within the next couple of weeks. Wow. Um, and so he went to shoot. Lee Harvey oh, oh, oh. Oswald because Lee Harvey Oswald was going to blab. Blab, exactly. Interesting. So, and it's not really a very subtle way of clearing your name, is it? No, it's not. It's not. Is he still alive? Jack Ruby. Yeah. Who knows? I'll tell you right now. He is dead. He is. Yes, he's dead. He died in 1967. What a great year to die. Of death. Speaking of uh, JFK, that links us to a very another uh, common conspiracy theory, which is linked to a statement JFK said, which is that by the end of the decade, this is the 60s, this is 1961, that America would land on the moon. And supposedly they did. And supposedly they but did. But many believe they didn't. They didn't. Um, despite the fact that there are multiple uh, pieces of evidence that point to the fact that they, did, in fact, did land on Name the moon. Name one. Name one. The fact that if you line a laser pointer up against the moon, you can see a mirror that was placed there by the astronauts reflecting back at you. Really? Yes. Is that true? It's true. You have to line it up really specifically. You can't just do this at home. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not a home experiment, no. I mean, surely you can look at a telescope and see the flag they put there. Uh, Presumably. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It would be a flagpole. It would be very small. Well, so would a mirror. (laughs) Hey!
Um, yeah, so, so what they were saying is because he made this claim that, um, you know, to prove American supremacy, the fact that they did in November, so very, November 1969, so very, very close to the end of the decade, yeah. it was obviously, they, they thought, a kind of a last-ditch effort by the Americans mm. to get onto the moon and prove American supremacy. So what they, in fact, did was they hired noted American director Stanley Kubrick, who's, right. who's British, actually, he's not American, right. British uh, uh, director Stanley Kubrick, who had just made uh, 2001 Space Holiday, with amazing visuals about uh, with of space yep. to make a film showing the Armstrong and Co landing on the moon. Yeah, and many people discredit this video because of various things like the flag flapping and stuff yeah, like and that. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and the fact that you can recreate the conditions of the moon with a handy cam and just filming in the desert. There are many people doing it on YouTube. What about the what about the bouncing? And that yeah, the bouncing they said was just slow down film or something like that. That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. I, I completely agree. <laughs> what people say then say is that we didn't land on the moon in 1969, but subsequently in the 1970s we in fact landed on the moon. Right. Um, but the 69 was just a um, to buy them some time because they knew because they wanted the, to win the race. Yeah, because by that stage right. there was no point in the Russians going. Um, if they if there was no point, the Russians wouldn't go to the moon if the Americans had already landed. There was no point in them doing that. Uh, so that's an interesting theory. Here I've got, oh no, it's a YouTube video, no, never mind. Uh, I've got an interesting YouTube video, it's called What happens if you put a Mentos in my butthole and I fart from diarrhea? We're going between uh, quite intelligent discussions of conspiracy theories, I use the term intelligent very sparingly. Very loosely, yeah. Uh, very loosely, and um, uh, potty humor, and that's kind of the, where we're going with this radio show, I think that's kind of our, our, it's our um, thing, it's our, our, thing. It's it's our niche. niche. Um, Great. Can I just take a break for a minute, Alex, oh, and uh, just quickly flick back to another uh, segment of uh, Glowworm Glossary. Thank you. Uh, I've got so much to learn. Welcome back to Glowworm Glossary. I'm your uh, Radio 1 resident glowworm expert, Alex D. Wilson, and across from me is my novice in training who now owes me $4,500. Wow. Angus McBride. Thank you. Uh, in Glowworm Glossary, we cover um, uh, lesser-known glowworm facts, so you don't have to. Um, and I know all there is to know about glowworms because I visit them a cave full of glowworms in the weekend. Um, and there's possibly no more that you need to know. Did you know, Angus? Hello. That uh, glowworms, um, they they shine bright out their butthole. Yeah. Glowworm facts. That was it. That was it. Uh, um, um, Sorry, glowworm money, glossary. Mo- money well spent. <laughs> Thank you. Really great. Thank you. Uh, well, it's the it's, it's student fees they're going towards it, not my money, so it's all good. Um, who, does everyone love a bloody Bible conspiracy theory? Oh, uh, bloody, who doesn't? Who doesn't? Yeah, from Dan Brown to Jesus Christ himself. Um, uh, Bible conspiracy theories posit that significant parts of the New Testament are false. Well, yeah, obviously, and <laughs> have been and or have been omitted. Various groups of both real, such as the Vatican, and fake, such as the Priory of Sion, have said uh, are said to have suppressed relevant relevant information concerning, for example, the dating of the Turin Shroud, which doesn't really matter because it's pretty much well known that that's yes. a load of crap. Um, much of this line of conspiracy theory has been stimulated by a debunked book called Holy Blood and Holy Grail, which claimed that Jesus and Mary Magdalene were lovers and that their offspring and descendants were secretly hidden in Europe following the death of Jesus, from whom the then-living French draftsman Pierre Plantard claimed descent. 
Interest in this hoax was sort of resurgence following the publication of Dan Brown's 2003 novel, The Da Vinci Code. Here's Jesus, man. Jesus, man. That's why I only read a red letter Bible. That's true. What? Uh, I only read the red letter Bible. Do you own one? Uh, no, no, that is. You should own a red letter Bible. It is a Bible where the words spoken directly by Christ are highlighted in red. All oh, right. So that way you only know exactly what Christ spoke. That's clever. Um, the thing about um, the bloodline of Christ, yes. right? Yes. If, if, if Christ did, in fact, um, uh, uh, give off a child, I use the word give off because that's the scientific medical term. Um, if that child was to exist today, surely the, the bloodline would be so diluted that yeah. any kind of holy... Because the, the Jesus, the, the Christ performed miracles, I can't remember. Yes. He did perform Jesus miracles. Jesus the Christ. Jesus the Christ performed some miracles. Any kind of sort of miraculous Bible power surely would be so delighted, diluted in this child's um, blood that it would cease to mean anything. Or that they made that child um, in, uh, inbreed so much that it's just woefully, um, it's just a biologically uh, impaired specimen of a child. <laughs> I don't know. Which what again you just is said. A, well, basically, either the child. His bloodline has been so diluted it's no longer Christ. The Christ bloodline. The Christ bloodline. The child's bloodline. Or, the child's bloodline is not diluted. Or, oh, or the, the child, child the child of Christ right. has inbred to such an extent that who, who right, right. Yeah, why would you want to know oh, that Jesus? Imagine what creepy European cultists would have done with the child the children of Jesus. Exactly, right? They would have just made them fuck each other for generations and just keep, we gotta keep it pure gotta keep that Jesus blood pure Ooh, meanwhile the kid's like kill me kill me yeah Jesus Jesus man chemtrails 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 oh, I've never quite understood what the fuck chemtrails are do we right. really have them in the southern hemisphere do we no well that's that's an interesting thing I don't understand why we don't because if you go to the northern hemisphere you see chemtrails well you see jet like jet streams is what they're actually called. Yes. You see them everywhere. This is a, a stream of, uh, of, uh, 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 a sort of a condensation trail that follows the engines of aeroplanes. Right. And it's, it's, it, supposedly it's just, um, uh, condensation from water. Um, but people believe that this is mind control stuff. My control, My control stuff. powder. Um, uh, uh, the chemtrail uh, the theory alleges that water condensation trails from aircraft consist of chemical or biological agents or contain a supposedly toxic mix of aluminium, strong, strontium, and barium under secret government policies. An estimated 17% of people believe globally believe the theory to be true or partially true. Yeah, great. Um... So these planes, um, they, these planes don't have passengers in them. They just have great big tanks of uh, mind control serum, and it's bonkers. Where can I get some of me this mind control serum? Not not for me to use on other people, but me to use on myself. Because I feel like if I could just say, "Hey, work harder, work smarter," yeah, that'd be great. That'd be good. Um, do you know what my favorite um, conspiracy theory actually is? Please, Angus, is um. You know, you know, a while back, I think in the '90s, yes, there was that big, um, that big match that kind of decided the fate of the universe in many ways. 
That basketball game? No. Were, um, so the, the extraterrestrials oh. came from outer space. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, and yeah. They, they said that we um, will enslave um, the best specimen of humankind, Michael Jordan, yeah. on our planet and yeah. make him play basketball against children and sign autographs for the rest of the world um, unless... You can defeat us in the game of basketball, yeah. providing that your basketball team is composed entirely of cartoon characters. Yeah, right. Do you remember that what happened? It was I a big that, game. Yeah, it was, it was big a big game. game, and there was a lot on the line. I mean, Michael Jordan had just come back from his um, his historic fifth NBA championship. And he wasn't trying to wasn't trying to retire from um, basketball and start he, playing golf uh, with Bill Murray. <laughs> no, no, he was on the golf course. This is where it got confusing because Michael Jordan, basketball player. Yeah. He at the time was playing golf. But he was discussing with Bill Murray playing he baseball. He was discussing with Bill Murray. He was discussing with Bill Murray, but they were discussing playing baseball. Oh, he wanted to be a baseball he player. He wanted to be a That's baseball right. player like yeah, his yeah. pop. Like his father. Like That's his father. Right. Yeah. So this this is all a roundabout way to get to the conspiracy theory because I, um, at the end of the third quarter, the Looney Tunes, the Toon Squad, were behind by at least 40, 60 points to the Monstars. Right, right. An impossible great bet. name, monster. Great name because they were um, monsters. Well, I, 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 they self-identified as monsters, so that's fine. Okay. But they also identified as stars, so that was very nice. Um, but most, I'm not a basketball expert, but I can say they're sixty-point lead with a quarter to go. So that's fifteen minutes. Um, You're gonna get thirty hoops and yeah, that's thirty hoops or ten three-pointers. Okay, sixty-point deficit. That's yeah. thirty hoops or twenty. Right. Without the other opponent scoring. Yep. In 15 it's minutes. It's a lot to do. It's a lot to do. And I'm no basketball expert, but I say that deficit is unattainable. But okay. you know what happened? My a minute is a long time, though, in basketball. It is. I'm trying to get the conspiracy theory. That's almost that's almost a th- like that's almost a third of the game. Fifteen? Do you say fifteen minutes? It's a quarter. So it's a quarter of the there's game. No, not, is there, there's not quarters in basketball, is there? There are. Oh. Right. So, at the end of the third quarter, they're in the in the locker room. Yeah. And and theory goes that Michael Jordan got all of his Looney Tunes together and said, "Hey, you're all passing me the ball. We should be a team." And they said, "Well, you're the best player on the team, Michael. That's why they want to take you back to the Monsters yeah, planet yeah. Yeah. and make you play basketball against the children and sign autographs for the rest of your life because you're the best." And Michael Jordan was like, "Hey, Porky Pig, listen to that chat." More of the bacon. Sorry, that's offensive. <laughs> but what remains to be said is that I'm no better than any of you. And they said, he yes, is. you are. You you legitimately are. You won he five championships. Yes. You're an MVP, NBA Finals uh, guy, like four times running. It's He's definitely it's, better than that. It's undebatable that you're a better basketball player than whatever the fuck um, Falkhorn Leghorn is meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, okay, I'll let you in my Hold secret. Hold on, a chicken, isn't he? I think he's a rooster or but a he's, But he's human size. He's, he's huge. Right, right. And he said to his team, okay, I'll let you in my secret. I've actually got some special stuff. Michael's special stuff. Right, right. And he gave it to all the team, and they came out like they're on steroids. They were on steroids, <laughs> were, yeah. Which I think was illegal, and in in, 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 really, yeah. it's illegal. You shouldn't be drugging in your basketball place. And basketball and in, in, in real yeah. civ- normal civilian life. But either way, they t- overturned the 60-point deficit to the Monstars, and um, to this day, it seemed to be like a, a game-winning managerial tactic, which is give your players steroids at the end of the third quarter. Um, but you know what? 
I think Michael's special stuff. What's this common H2O? Just common H2O. Just common water. Oh, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, hydrogen. It was, it was inside them all along, the it, steroids. Yeah. They, already, they took them earlier. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, <laughs> they were water activated. They're, they're cartoon characters. You probably, um, you probably are full of steroids at that point. I mean, you can drop an anvil on them and they don't die. That's true. So he released that um, um, by, through um, psychosomatics. Yeah. Did you tell me some fact about... Um, about... That about, sounds like me! About Space Jam coming out on the same day as something and something something? No, but I know they're remaking it with LeBron James. Is that a basketball player? Yes, he... Oh, LeBron James. LeBron James. Oh, that's what you said. Oh, that's cool. He's, he's this generation's Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Hasn't won as many rings, though. It's all about them rings. Uh, oh, no. Um, it's, uh... Can we just get 20, it's, uh... We've got 20 minutes left in the show, so it must be time for a list of, um... Uh, Donald Trump conspiracy theories. Oh, I love it. Um, uh, uh, number one, Ted Cruz's father was involved with the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Number two, between three and five million illegal votes were cast in the 2016 election. Well, that doesn't matter, because he won. What? Why would he push that, um... Why would he... Why would he care? Why would he push that one? Who? Donald Trump. Push what? I'm reading a list of Donald Trump's conspiracy theories. Oh, wait. Well, his own theories. Oh, his own theories. His right. theories. His theories, yes. Well, he did One of them is that between three and five million illegal votes were cast in the US election in 2016. Yeah, he, that's right. He, he says that he would have won the popular vote too. Had oh, they, had right. they not voted. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the evidence isn't clear that Russia interfered with the election. That's not really a conspiracy theory. It's just true. <laughs> Russia didn't. Well. The evidence isn't clear that Russia interfered with the election. That's true. It's not clear. No. That's, so that's true. It's not clear. It's fuzzy. Trust it's CNN. Opaque. Trust CNN to push this bloody leftist agenda. Yeah, listen to Fox News. Long-time, long-time Clinton aide Vince Foster may not have committed suicide. Great. I don't know who this is. At I'm this pretty point. sure that guy had bullet holes in his. Uh, pretty sure that's also not true. I think he was shot. He had butt holes in him. He had butt holes in his sleep. Yeah, he was shot at his doorstep. Okay. He had butt holes in the doorstep. Vaccines may be causing autism and other problems. Okay. Muslims were celebrating on New Jersey roofs on September 11, 2001. <laughs> oh, jeez. What? Oh, Donald. Uh, Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia may have been murdered. Okay. Climate change may not actually be a thing, sure. Uh, his voice may not, might not actually be his voice, but the, but an Access Hollywood tape. Oh, on the Access Hollywood tape. Is that the one where he said uh, so, about um, the... the yeah. Okay, well, that's fine. Well, that was Wait. underwhelming. There was a vague and confusing segment for half of that. I thought you were saying there were conspiracy theories about Michael Jordan. Right, right, right. Uh, not Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, jo- Michael Jordan <laughs> yeah, President yeah, Michael yeah. Jordan. President Michael Jordan. Not the worst president they've had. Not the wor- not, certainly not the best, but certainly not the worst. Uh, hey, how many how many presidents have they had that could slam dunk the funk? That's what I want to know. That's true. I assume that five wrote that song about Michael Jordan. Probably did. Yeah, probably did. Um, you haven't got any rubbish candy for us this week, have you, Alex? I don't, oh, sorry. Oh, man, you have one job. Um, well... Angus, I've got another conspiracy for you. I sure hope so, because we've got 20 minutes left in the show. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, another one of my favourite conspiracy theories is, uh, do you remember, again, back in the 90s, I think early 2000s, late 90s. Okay. Um, we're going to agricultural England. Um, Great, this, take me. <laughs> yeah, so, so this, was, um, this was after the foot and mouth crisis. Yeah. So um, anything with a hoof was off the menu. Remember that we, we cattle, lamb. Oh, really? Anything uh, with a hoof, not just cows? Not just cows, oh, yeah. Wow. All, all, all of it was burned. All of it was, um, unless it, you could prove that the um, foot and mouth virus had got to the animal, um, 
it was burnt. It had a hoof. So burnt. that's why. Um, so chicken chickens were really popular back in, in Britain in the early ni- uh, late nineties, early two thousands. Right. Um, a chicken farm. Okay. And it was on the, one of the these great English chicken farms that one, the, one of these conspiracies theories really took flight, mm-hmm. and I mean that literally, um, because we often think you know docile farm animals. Yeah. They are um, unto themselves. You know that they were unto themselves. To an extent, but really they are controlled. Yeah. They're, they're, they're often a factory farm, so they have much, much room to move. Yep. They're kept in horrible conditions, but at the end of the day, they're just they lay eggs yep. until they die, and then potentially they turn into meat. Okay. Chickens. Chickens. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, chickens. We, we think of them as pretty dumb animals. Yep. Pretty dumb animals. Like, pretty they, dumb. they can't think of anything, right? No. If you looked at a chicken, what would you think? If you looked into its eyes, you'd, you'd think that. When I look into the chicken's eyes, I see the, the, the deathly cold loneliness of humanity. Okay. Because there's nothing there. Nothing there. We all, we all have those chicken eyes. Right. We just don't know it yet. Right. There's nothing going on. So what was I to say to you? <laughs> what, what would you say then, Angus, having said all of this about chickens? Okay. Now I would say to you, I think them chickens are up to something. You think they're up to something? I think them chickens are up to something. Okay. There was a conspiracy theory that proved out to be true. Well, the, those chickens were up to something. Well, they started the hoof. The, the hoof. Oh, that's that's a very good theory, they, but I don't know about that because okay. that would encourage chicken consumption. Well, exactly. So it's no. yeah. But those chickens were up to something, Angus. Well, because I, as I was saying before, these chickens are kept in horrible conditions. They are. They just want to escape. But do you think a chicken has the capacity to, to escape a chicken farm? I think they have the capacity to escape, but I don't think they have the capacity to build a giant robot flying machine and fly out of a farm. Well, I don't know why I say that. They did. What? They did. When? Well, back in 1999 to early 2000s, the small farm in England. Yeah. They they had this uppity kind of um, chicken who just wanted to escape. Yeah. But all the other chickens were so happy living in this horrible condition until. Yeah. They were happy to, but what they say is that what actually happened was this American cockerel with a anti-Semitic viewpoint was let into the farm. And um, he taught them about rock and roll, about freedom, about oh. what it's like to um, ride a tricycle. I think that's part of that character's, okay. I mean, a part of that rooster's kind right. of identity. Yeah. And he helped them. Did you just misgender a chicken? Huh? Did you just misgender a chicken? Uh, yeah, he's a rooster. How dare you? Yeah, so, um, and he taught them all about these fr- these freedoms, and from that, they actually, in fact, were up to something. They built a giant flying vehicle to escape from the chicken farm. That's incredible. And so, th- that's what I'm trying to think, is that that's one of my favorite conspiracy theories, because it turned out to be true. Them chickens are up to something. Up to something, and they're going to escape. And they're going to escape from that chicken run. Keep them happy, or you're, they're out. So, yeah, please, um, always be thinking them chickens are up to something because it means that you're turned on, you're switched on, you're thinking about the possibilities. It doesn't mean you shouldn't trust them chickens, but certainly um, be wary of the chickens um, lest they escape from their horrible conditions. I guess what I'm trying to say is we should we should have more factory farm chickens. It's really the under... Keep them un- locked up. Keep them locked up. Them chickens... They're going to do something. They escape and then they're, they're rock and rolling and, and rolling on their tricycles and saying uh, anti-Semitic things to uh, LA police officers. I heard a theory as well that uh, chickens were behind 9-11. Tell me more. Well, they built a flying machine and flew it into the towers. I uh, see. We never proved that the flying machine wasn't powered by many chickens on uh, on, uh, on tricycles. How can we prove it when they were just blown to smithereens? It's There's true. no proof. 
Uh, the, yeah, when they hit the Pentagon, I heard a large. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's something to think about as well, oh, I guess. Oh God! Ah, uh, well, it's nearly time for the end of the show, Alex. So it must be time for mailbag, 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 mailbag. It's time for mailbag, and I'm just for first-time listeners and people who are maybe it slipped their brain. Although how could they? Uh, the award-winning mailbag segment. Can you just fill the listeners in on what L, what uh, what mailbag is? Oh, thank you. I will. I would love to do that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So mailbag. Um, well, before we get to mailbag, let's talk about the show. So as we said at the top of the show, this is a democratic platform. It's me and Angus. Yes, we're the ones talking. But we're just simply the mouthpieces of this organisation, which you are part of. Because remember, this is season two of History Bonanza. Release the Kraken, which is uh, releasing the Kraken. For those that can't remember, is our theme for the year, which is. The corpse, which was you last year, is now... The body, which was you last year, is now a corpse. You have to emerge from it with your monstrous form. The Kraken. The Kraken. Release from it. Release everything. That monster that you don't want to become, become that Kraken. Release it. Release it into the world. And so one way that you can do that is through uh, engaging in our democratic platform, which is this show. Because Angus and I are cursed. Cursed from a previous life to live in the studio and only do this show and not have any friends or have any outside influences. So we're cursed to do this until the rest of time. And um, when we receive texts and emails, it proves to us that, you know, what we're doing really has a point. It's meaningful. It's a meaningful existence. So we're going to receive these mailbag segments with these texts that says, yay, yay, everything has a point. And it fills our heart with joy and we love it. We love it so. And so when we open that mailbag and we see that mail in there, you better believe it, we're happy. And what's in the mailbag today there, Angus? Um, it is our six-month anniversary of uh, having become a reverend. Oh, fantastic, for the Life Church. It is. Uh, it has resent our uh, certificate. Oh, fantastic. Uh, which is looking very good from the Universal Life Church. Ah, oh, yes. Um, and it says, Dear Reverend Alex Angus, Congratulations, you have officially hit your six-month mark as a minister of the Universal Life Church. We are so glad that we are able to count you as a member of our Universal family. We're proud of you, even if you haven't had a chance to stretch out your ministerial limbs yet. I haven't yet. Not that your ordination is good for life, but that would be... But that would... But that... that not... No, note. Note that your ordination is good for life and that the world will never stop needing your help. Oh. We're blessed here at the ULC... And that we, via multiple online platforms, are able to congregate our with our global family of ministers 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. There is nothing more blah, 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 blah. 24 hours, 7 days a week? You mean we could call them up right now and someone would resolve our Universal Life Church questions? No, I think we are the problem solvers. Oh, I see. We're the problem solvers. We're available 24 hours a day. I am not. I'm definitely not. I'm definitely asleep by, no, by 9 the, o'clock. They've got the wrong end of the stick. Right. Some people. These pricks. Their cheek. The pricks. cheek of it all. Pricks, pricks, pricks. Pricks, pricks, pricks. Reach. <laughs> uh, maybe one more conspiracy theory just to end the show on, Alex. Oh, yeah. um, uh, Great, I'm glad you, you, you prepped that and didn't have anything to knock it down with. Oh, the Obama wasn't a born a US citizen and secretly a Muslim. Oh, what a positive conspiracy theory to end the show on. I oh, love I'm it. I'm sorry. So he was um, born in Hawaii. Hawaii, and he might be a Muslim. Barack Hussein Obamacare. Hussein Obamacare. Obamacare was born in Hawaii, but um, people said, in fact, he was born in Kenya, like his father and cousin. Did you know his cousin in Kenya is um, a, a, a usual go-to 
for Fox News to discredit the Democratic Party because he's an uneducated Kenyan. That is awful. And who's a conservative, and he, they were just again to say anything. That is awful Explo- is exploitation. Exploitation, and I, um, I'm not a fan of it. That is awful. Well, that was History Blender for another week. Thanks for tuning in. Um, we will be back uh, the same time next week. 7 till 9 p.m. History Bonanza with Alex and Angus. A great time of 7 to 9 p.m. Radio 191 FM. And you might be thinking there's a 2 in there. Um, yeah, it's not, it's not the number 2, dummy. It's not 729. It's not 729. It's 7 until 9. So think about that, okay? It's, you know, there's no conspiracy theory. It's very, very easy to follow. 7 until 9 is our showtime. Thank you. Idiot. We um, we regularly update our Facebook page with uh, what we're discussing on the show. If you have a historical uh, topic that you think after these 52 weeks we have not covered that you would really like us to cover, we are all ears. We're all ears. Always, we love it. We love it when we have that um, outside perspective. And uh, what better way to make sure that our show continues to be the most profitable Radio 1 show outside, of course, the, uh, um, the illustrious... Uh, morning breakfast show um, sponsored by Haraway Oat Singles, the Jimmy Green Show. Um, Got to buy their moats. Uh, uh, what, what better way for us to secure that platform than uh, by not engaging with our listenership? That's it. And what you want to listen to? Do you want more Angus? Do you want less Alex? Do you want more Alex? Yeah, you do, don't you? Yeah, you yeah. probably do. Oh, no, Angus. <laughs> he's the no. start of the show. Oh, yeah, he's the start of the show, though, isn't he? He's yeah, Angus. He so Alex, he, everyone loves yeah, old yeah, Angus. He's an old golden voice. Who's that man who's Alex? Who's that lovely man? He's got a lovely, charming voice. He's very astute with his old voice. Oh, man, Angus McBride. He's lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're very insecure. That's stupid answer.